0: All right, very good. They made a uh, sports jingle uh, for this uh, program. Always uh, nice to hear that. Uh, That means that we are having a uh, sports segment, and we are pleased to be joined uh, on the line, somebody who we hope will help us on a weekly basis from the Unop News Agency, Big U Yujiho. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Big U. On December first, two thousand and eight, uh, I had the honor and privilege to host this morning for the very first time. This is when the uh, station launched, and uh, you were on that inaugural program. You are, in fact, the only uh, person reporter. On this current uh, this morning, who was also part of that very original uh, initial this morning. So uh, quite an honor for you, my buddy.
1: (laughs) Uh, It is my honor. I have survived, right? Uh, Almost. uh, You've survived the purge, I guess, (laughs) this week.
0: Uh, No, no, just kidding. uh, Obviously, uh, you're the best guy to give us the sports news. Uh, We're going to talk about some of these uh, uh, interesting issues. And uh, as uh, sports hopefully uh, resumes, uh, we'll be giving some previews uh, of the exciting action that we can look forward to on the weekend let's talk baseball first big you uh, we've got uh, news coming out over a uh, former we can say mlb pittsburgh uh, pirates infielder kang jung-ho perhaps eyeing a return to the uh, kbo this is not as cut and dry as it appears though right
1: no it is actually complicated and may not even happen he's return to the kbo so what he did was he asked the league office last week to be taken off the quote-unquote voluntarily retired list. And he was placed on that list when he was posted by the Nixon heroes, currently the heroes, his former team back in 2014. And when he got posted, the Pirates actually ended up signing him, but he was not a free agent at the time. So the heroes still have the rights to him, and he has to be taken off the list first by the club and and the league office to be able to play in the KBO once again. But his career has been in limbo for the past uh, few years now, Uh, after his third uh, drunk driving uh, arrest in December 2016 in Seoul. He received a suspended jail sentence in 2017. So he ended up missing all of 2017, only played three games in 2018, and then barely half a season in 2019 before getting released by the Pirates, who had given him a second contract for one year. Uh, he briefly resurfaced with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers' A team, but nothing really came out of that. And, you know, he turned 33 early this month. And with the MLB season on hold, and not knowing when the season will begin in 2020 because of COVID-19 pandemic, I guess he must have figured out he should maybe try to continue his career where it all began, which is in Korea. But I say complicated because, one, the heroes have the rights to him. They have to agree to take him off the list. And, two, because he doesn't have three DUI arrests, uh, that means he's subject to a minimum three-year suspension by the rule book in the KBO. So the league will have to talk about his possible punishment. They're not going to just let him come back as if nothing had happened to him in the
0: the past. So a lot of hurdles to clear here. He's going to have to uh, get out of the MLB. He's going to have to figure out his situation with the rights holders of his old team, uh, the Mm -hmm. Kyum Heroes. And then he's got to handle the uh, situation uh, with the uh, punishment. Uh, In your view, uh, I know you've probably been talking about this in your other uh, multiple uh, media appearances as uh, as the big sports guy here (laughs) in, Uh in Korean broadcasting, but the uh, it's quite clear to me that he can help some kind of KBO team, right? Uh, despite his age, um, but j- just from his pedigree and, and what he's been able to accomplish, uh, assuming he's in shape and healthy, he should be able to be a productive player to a certain extent. Uh, is this feasible? Because uh, one, the Kium Heroes, uh, they already got a uh, star short shortstop that uh, they're probably uh, not looking to replace. But uh, this three-year suspension, is that mandatory? Or are there ways to be flexible with it?
1: Well, it could be a little less if they decide uh, maybe go retroactive a few years and whatnot, uh, but the, the rule book says three years. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the disciplinary committee and the KBO can be flexible on the front, but in terms of production, I'm not as sure as you are. I, you know, he just hasn't played much organized baseball in the past uh, three years. Hmm. He missed all of 2017, uh, played three games in 2018, uh, about 60 games in 2019, And obviously not in 2020. And he's 33. I I don't know. He just wasted his prime years just like that. And I, I don't know if we can come back to the level where he was playing before all this, all this happened.
0: Well, right? that's a big turning of the table because you've always been the biggest, uh, Kang ho cheerleader when we've always debated in years past. And you <laughs> always talk about his baseball body and, and just his right. raw, raw skills. And I've, you know, right. uh, uh, I, I guess, uh, we will have to see. I mean, he, it, it might be a moot point, right? It, w- what you're saying is that he might not even be playing, uh, right. any, any organized baseball so anytime baggage. soon. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's talk about another person who's had, uh, I guess, uh, a mixed, uh, kind of, career and may have a mixed legacy but uh, will co- go down certainly as one of the all-time greats victor An, he's the uh, korean-born russian short track speed skater formerly known as An hyun su he announced his retirement
1: right so another athlete with a very complicated legacy uh russian state news agency ria novosti published a, published a letter written by uh, ahn hyun su i guess uh, earlier this week he said his permanent knee pain and other injuries were behind his decision to stop competing at age 34 he's the most decorated short track speed skater in olympic history six gold medals but three as a korean athlete and three as a russian skater at the associate olympics in 2014. uh there were some disputed circumstances behind this decision to become a naturalized russian right before the 2014 olympics uh, either way no russian short track speed skater had won an olympic gold medal before he came through on that adopted home ice. Uh, just about six years ago, uh, he planned to retire after Pyeongchang 2018, but uh, for, it was, was going to be the it was the first Olympics, Winter Olympics, in his native country. But uh, right before the Olympics, he was ruled ineligible. He was not on the list of athletes set to compete in South Korea because of uh, doping issues. The IOC at the time did not disclose any specific reasons why he was not included. Uh, but he and other athletes left off were under, quote-unquote, lingering and doping suspicions. So uh, he wasn't competing a lot uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, he was kind of training a little bit in Seoul, but decided ultimately that uh, he was going to just hang up his skates.
0: Yeah, and so mixed legacy aside, uh, the doping, uh, the the problems with the uh, the Korean Sk- Skating Federation, right, in, in the midpoint of his career. But just with the medals, uh, if he has stayed with one country in South Korea, didn't have any of the other uh, lingering clouds, uh, he might have gone down as the greatest short track uh, speed skater of all time, right?
1: Uh, I think so. And, you know, he missed actually Vancouver Games in 2010 because mm. of injuries. And if they did stay healthy... And been able to stay healthy uh you know i think you're looking at close to maybe 10 gold medals right in this sport which is unheard of because just because of the of the sport in the country mm-hmm. uh it's just hard to stay on the national team for more than one olympics and for him to be able to maybe win more than you know six gold medals that he did uh you know would have been a lot better for his legacy i guess right
0: Well, let's talk about something uh, super positive now. Uh, Very exciting for all the sports fans out there. The 2020 KBO regular season will begin on May 5th. This is Children's Day. Uh, It's a big baseball day traditionally here in Korea. It's going to be even bigger than that. And this is actually after a month of delays uh, following the COVID-19 outbreak.
1: Right. So baseball is almost here here in Korea. The exhibition season began on April 21st. Half dozen games for each club. And now the regular season is around the corner uh, you know, this will be a season unlike any other on many different levels. Uh, we've got the delayed start. We would have began, begun on March 28th, if not for COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, we should see a few doubleheaders and maybe games on Monday, which is normally an off day in a uh, typical season. Uh, they, the league is still trying to play a the entire 144 games in a very, very tight window. So that's a lot to ask, I think. You know, half of the managers in, in the, on the 10 teams have already openly complained about this schedule. league has made some concessions. Uh, there will be no doubleheaders in July and August, uh, in the summer months, and no extra innings for doubleheaders and Monday games, and teams will not be asked to play more than eight consecutive days. Uh, and also, the expansion, lost expansion, uh, going from 28 players to 30, 30, 33 players, it does usually happen on September, September 1st, but this year it's going to be happening on August 18th. And teams will carry extra, uh, extra players for 56 games compared to uh, 26 in a normal year. Uh, you know, I guess, bottom line, one positive case for anybody, player, coach, or umpire, can throw everything out of the whack. Uh, but the teams will be asked to take all the safety and precautionary measures they can. Uh, you know, teams have been playing scrimmages and preseason games without fans. Regular season games for the early portion anyway. Uh, will be with our fans as well. But I think it does, it might feel a little different playing the regular season games, the games that do count without anybody in the stands.
0: Yeah. uh, It's going to be an adjustment and we know that the players would prefer to be uh, sort Mm -hmm. of uh, hyped up with the crowd. That being said, uh, (laughs) we we are... Very, very fortunate compared to other countries. I mean, these starved American sports fans, these starved mm-hmm. European sports fans, uh, this is going to be exciting nonetheless. A rating should be, I would say, at record highs here. What is your opinion, uh, on, on this situation as to hopefully, again, knock on wood that everybody can stay healthy throughout this ordeal that uh, the kbo may actually eventually maybe even rise in prominence internationally speaking i i don't know what the latest is with the espn updates but uh perhaps this can even be an international phenomenon
1: i think least for the time for the first uh, couple of weeks maybe even couple of months uh, at least until mlb season does begin uh, you know there's going to be a, a a great deal of international spotlight on the kbo i'm not sure if the kbo is ready for this uh, i don't know if they are doing anything specific to kind of, you know, uh, be able to take advantage of the situation, but uh, there's definitely a lot of interest overseas. Uh, paying close to getting a deal done to get the games on the uh, uh, for the U.S. audience there. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting situation for some of the foreign players that are in the KBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet a lot of the guys have never been actually on national TV when they were playing in the U.S. Right. It looks like they might be on national TV playing in Korea, so... Uh, it's it's an interesting dynamic right now. Uh, the things that, the way that things are going.
0: Yeah, and I'm just curious to see if the Korean players are going to be self aware. I, I know this is sort of a side point, Big you, but like whether yeah. they'll be self aware of the the constant kind of blooper reels that kind of make go viral oh. in the US, right? With the Park Sungmin <laughs> kind of goofy stuff, or or the bat yeah. flips, or yeah, flips. the infield like uh, errors and and throws that uh, you you got to think that the players are also going to be uh, kind of. Uh, knowing that uh, what they're doing now on the field is going to have a much wider international audience than before.
1: Well, I mean, these are creatures of habit, so I don't (laughs) know if the best flips and the defensive miscues are going to go away. Uh, I I don't think they can really help themselves. Uh, But yeah, you know, they will say publicly that they're not really paying attention to that kind of stuff, but I'm I'm sure they're kind of self-aware, like you mentioned.
0: Okay. Uh, we're almost out of time, but just briefly, K-League football, we have some kickoff times and matchups for the opening weekend? Right.
1: right. The regular season will start on May the 8th. Uh, the kickoff time has been announced. The first match between the three-time defending champions, Chumbuk and FA Cup, FA Cup champions, Suwon. We'll kick off at 7 p.m. down at Jeonju World Cup Stadium in Jeonju. It's going to be the first of 12 Friday night football matches. And uh, we've got three more matches on the uh, May the 9th, and a couple more matches on May 10th. Uh, to, re- to be noted, on May 9th, Yi yong former Premier League player, making his return to the K-League with Ulsan.
0: Very good. Big U, good to have you back. Uh, and uh, looking forward to uh, lots more reports to come. Have a good weekend.
1: Okay, you too. Thanks for having me.